It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Tua Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Take you up until 2. We're going to talk to Seth Levitt in about 15 minutes. We'll talk some Dolphins with him. Dolphins and Jets. Joe Flacco officially starting for the New York Jets. We all believe Skylar Thompson going to get the start for the Miami Dolphins as he has been uh, getting the majority of the reps in practice this week. So, uh, hell of a matchup there to end the season with all with everything on the line. I don't know. Just don't mess it up, Skyler. Buffalo's <laughs> gonna dominate New England. Just do your job, Skyler. Yep. Please. Please. You, uh, are we expecting here? The way I look at this game is, I just want Skyler not to throw two picks. That's it. He got enough ability where he can make some plays. And he got enough talent on that offense where there's going to be some guys open. Mm -hmm. Okay? More importantly, you've been running the ball well the last few weeks. You might ought to put an emphasis on that too. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's uh... And other than that, defensively, get after it. What would, uh, would, it, uh, would Apollo Creed say? There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. That is what he said. Yes. But because Rocky, he didn't want to train anymore. Which was hey, a... by the way, by the way, we we don't need the backstory. No, 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 no. I think it's important. I think it's important. I think it's important. <laughs> you got because why you gotta why you gotta bring Rocky into the mix? I will talk about Apollo Creed. Well, Apollo Creed, but he was screaming to Rocky, "There is no tomorrow." Yeah, that's what I know. He was. But there, right. because Rocky didn't want to train, he didn't want to train. He wasn't up for it. He had he had Mickey died, all right. He had PTSD from losing to Clubber Lang, and every time, you know, of course, you know, Apollo brought him to the hood to train, you know, and tried to train him. And you know, Paulie was a little racist, uh, actually a lot racist. And so you don't maybe they don't like you, Paulie. You ever think about that? <laughs> like, there's you ever watch movies from when we were younger? There is no way that crap will fly today, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. There's a lot of that movie. I mean, you that, know, that scene would be excluded no. from the final cut. I don't think Paulie makes it in the in today's Rocky. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he does. <laughs> like you, anyway. Uh, so anyway, he's upset, you know, and Apollo's trying to come on. He's hitting you. He's hitting you, and he's just he's just taking it. He's not hitting back. And he, Damn it, man! Come on. 
Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. And of course, Apollo Creed screams it. You had to bring Rocky into it, huh? Yeah. Although, it was a Apollo Creed moment. It was. It was. I mean, he also had a great final entrance before death. Oh, my goodness. James Brown. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was a good I way. I mean, if, if he didn't notice, he was yucking it up. And that Russian, Drago, was not playing. So at what point did he realize, you know, he dancing around, pap, pap, dancing around, pap, pap, dancing around, pap. Then, then the, the Russian coach gave the signal. Yep. Yikes. Very yikes. Let's get some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know truck. Heat back in action. I'm getting a truck this weekend. I'm getting a toy truck. Oh, a toy truck. I was like, didn't you just get a car? Yeah. Uh, The Heat back in action tonight, 10 o'clock, taking on the Phoenix Suns. I mean, mean, you might as well just say it. What? What do you mean? You know what? You know, you know what? I don't think you do. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying don't, to push me to. Don't, don't lose. lose. Oh, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> no. Hey, no. Don't you back down now. What do you mean? Don't you back. For the last two days, you put us through hell. I don't understand. I With- wanted to talk heat yesterday, and I'm getting crushed for talking too much heat. Now, I don't want to talk about the heat, and you guys are telling me, come on, do the thing. You guys don't know what you want from me. I don't understand. If they win the you, game. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand how we live in your world. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to go ahead on and admit the world that we live in. You, you, you were miserable yesterday. As I should have been. Okay. I so, was, and, was then, a- and then, and then. Right before we get off air. Oh, but if they win tomorrow, well, I'm good. Well, three and two is a good road trip. That's a good West Coast trip. You can't deny that. Three and two is three and two. Everybody okay. wants to go. If you go, if you have but, an above but, but, five, but why, but why couldn't you say every basket, after? Why couldn't you say after the Lakers game that all is not lost? We can still have a winning road trip because they could have they could have clinched the winning road trip, and then you could have a gravy trip. You know, you got a house money game tonight if you don't lose that Lakers game. Which they did. So, if they had won the first three games and lost the last two, still a good trip. Still be a, yeah, still a good trip. But then why don't you wait till the trip's over before you determine you you, how miserable you are? You would have left some some things on the table. Oh, left some things on the table. Left some things on the table. That's that's what we go. Listen, I'll be on Heat Weekly tomorrow, so we'll talk about it. I mean, you know, I'll how be are on. you on Heat Weekly every week? I don't know. Tommy loves me. Although I will say, hey, Bally. Let me ask you this. What's your boy getting on the graphic for Heat Weekly? You tease all these people coming up on Heat Weekly. Never old Tobes. What's up with that? Hear me out. Because you're there every week. Nah, what's up with that? How come I never get to be on the graphic? You get interviewed more than the players. Uh, maybe. I can't help it that I bring I bring the action every time on, on Heat Weekly. I you can't know who's that. never been on Heat Weekly? Who? You? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is having Hawk on and not you? Yeah. Hawk. Wow. 
What's he going to do? What is he comparing the Heat's lineup to sandwiches? <laughs> he did. It was riveting. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I'll tell Tommy Todd you want in. No, no, no. That's okay. Oh. So you you, you, so you just want the invite. You don't really nah. want to go. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. That's I like well. that. But hey, Bally, what, what's your boy getting on the graphic? What's up with that? No love well, for me? I mean, I mean, the only pictures Bally probably has is like you dressed up as an elf. Uh, possibly. Uh, a I, can dragon. A, I can get him. A, I can get him a headshot. Whatever they need. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway. Uh, so you see that these Bengals, you see uh, Joe Mixon's pissed. Why? Well, apparently they got these new scenarios that are coming out, new playoff scenarios based on the uh, the game being uh, called a no contest. So yeah. uh, apparently there's a scenario where if the Ravens beat the Bengals, they can still end up hosting the first round game even if they end up with the worst record. So I think the Bengals right now, I think they, they technically like if it were to finish like that, it would be like a ha- they would be a half game up on the uh, on the Ravens because the Ravens right now are 10 and six. Right. Bengals 11 and five. So one would finish 11 and five. The, the Ravens would finish 11 and six. Right. right. So they instead of the uh, so instead of the Bengals still getting home home field, they go to a coin toss, apparently. Oh my God! So Joe Mixon. Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm gonna tell you right now. All the football that has been played this year, Mm -hmm. with an unfortunate event, better not boil down to a coin toss. That would be ridiculous. I agree with him. And apparently, I agree with I you. Know, now, I will say this, though. If I were him, I would temper my anger for this reason. Take care of business first? There's not many options that can deal with this. Well, apparently. But there is one. There is one. Win the game. We're not having a conversation. Yeah, well, he should never, don't ever go into a game thinking about the scenario if you lose. I think the thing that he's upset about, though, is there is already a rule in place. I saw Florio was on, he was on Joe Rose. He's been tweeting about this like crazy. Like they're having this vote for all these like neutral site games and all these things when like apparently they already have a rule in place from COVID, which is winning percentage. Right. So Joe Mixon was saying, he was tweeting out, so we're not following the rules no more? And so he tweets oh. out, and he tweets out a picture of the rule book. Right. And that they're having like this, this fast vote to change the rules when they already have a rule. They already have, you know, obviously this is different circumstances, but it's still like they had this in place apparently for COVID because like right. last year, what if games were going to get canceled? So... I'm telling you right now. This is uh this is an interesting thing. It's interesting um but don't ever go into a game because here if it ends up being a coin toss or whatever scenario it ends up being, right? 
You can always look at Cincinnati and say you had a choice. You could have won the last game and not worry about it. Yes, and they would have lost to Baltimore twice this year. Which you lose twice to Baltimore and you see what I mean? It's a it's a it's a tough spot to be in. I get what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. But that being said, you are complaining about a scenario that only comes into play if you lose. And most of the players would say, all we got to do is go out and win. Right. You see? So that's why it's, I get what he's saying, but you're going to have a hard time complaining about a scenario that you have control over. Oh, man. We'll take a quick break. Talk a little Dolphins. Seth Levitt from the Fish Tank Podcast. That's our guy. We'll uh, talk a little fins with him. Back with more after this. Why would you play this? Benny and the Jets. Why would we celebrate the Jets? They can go to hell. Nah. Oh, and this is a celebration? I don't know what this song's about. <laughs> I just know that Me line. <laughs> Benny! 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 This is, this is early, early uh, John. John uh, I mean, uh, Elton John. Yeah, that's before Dua Lipa. Yeah. Maybe you should do this with Dua Lipa, too. Mm. You know? I will. What? Suggest it. Ah. <laughs> Who, uh, who did we send to the Heat game, by the way, Marcos? We sent Anthony out of Davie. All right. Anthony, enjoy Heat Nets. And, oh. uh, good for him. Hey. Hmm? My neighbor. Yeah. He asked if he wanted to go. I said, no, Leroy does not want to go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go out to the Toilet of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toilets indoors. One of America's largest showrooms at Toilet of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. He is... The host, one half of the hosts of the Fish Tank Podcast. You hear it every week with OJ McDuffie. You hear him on the postgame show with OJ McDuffie. He is Seth Levitt joining us here. What's going on, Seth? How are you, man? What's happening? Happy New Year, fellas. I feel like it's been forever since we've done this. I know. Well, it's good to it's see you, man. Long. It's good to see. It's it's good it's to good see, to see you. you guys. And t- talk to me about these shirts. Was that a planned, coordinated thing? Like it's a- Vice Shirt Friday. Yeah. Every it's, it's, it's a show tradition. I wish somebody would have filled me in. I'm a Tuesday guy filling in on a Friday and uh, looking a little unprepared. We did this like we way back. In, how long have we been doing it? Like, oh, you know, we've been doing like six years. We did it when we were doing back shows back at the Hard Rock at the Poker Room. We're like, we're going to wear just really outlandish shirts to the Hard Rock Poker yeah. Room. And, I think uh, that I have officially told on myself, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not knowing what to do here on we're, a Friday. We're, uh, we, we got, it, goes, it goes way back. We didn't wear them to the, to the ping pong tournaments ever to the Hard Rock. Maybe we should have, uh, we should have filled it in. That's what, that's, so maybe uh, next time around, we'll do that. We'll, uh, Sounds good. We'll, we'll, Sounds we'll good. spice well, it up. If I'm ever here on a Friday again, I will be better prepared. Okay. Seth, uh, are you, ha- give, me, give me your nerves level going into this weekend. Oh man, nerves. I, you know, like in, in some ways, this is kind of everything you want, right? I mean, a game that matters and it means something on a Friday, on a Friday, on a, uh, the last game of the season, you want to be playing for games that, that are important, games that are playoff games. But yeah, I mean, after the last five weeks, uh, you know, confidence has been shaken. 
uh, you know, you don't have, uh, there, there's a lot of positions where you're banged up and, and certainly there's a little uh, uncertainty at the quarterback position. And even if you knew who was starting, we've yet to play a game where a quarterback other than Tua starts and finishes the game. So right. there's a lot there that uh, I, I hate to say nervous. I sure as heck hope the guys aren't nervous, but there are some things that, that don't necessarily make me think anything is in the bag. See, Seth. Two words. Maybe I can change your mind a little bit. Okay. And ease some of that nervousness. Okay. Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling those were going to be the two words. And look, Joe Flacco, you know, see, here's the thing. And and I'm not comparing Joe Flacco to Aaron Rodgers, and maybe some to some degree I am here. But when Aaron Rodgers came down, he wasn't having an Aaron Rodgers-like season. But what happens is every now and then guys are, are reminded that they are who they once were, right? And so we right. know that jo Joe Flacco has played on the biggest stage. He's won a Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I, I sure hope that those two words aren't being whispered in the Dolphins' locker room the way, the way they just were into the microphone there mm -hmm. because ultimately the guy's been there and done that and he can, you know, he can still play ball. But it's not Lamar, you know, it's not like you're playing a Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers or, or Pat Mahomes or what have you. I get that. You know, he's, he's at a different stage of his career. But it doesn't matter. Every game we've played or we've seen the Dolphins play, there's been some reason why you think that this will be the one that they have the upper hand in, and they haven't Damn put it, it together. Correct. So they just have to – it can't even matter what the Jets throw out there. The Dolphins need to get their stuff together. Seth, I think part of the thing is this, is that these games have been so close. Yeah. And every Dolphins mistake has been so – so critical, yep. so much more critical than it was earlier in the year. I mean, keep in mind, what was the first half of the the I want to say the first half of the the Ravens game, two or through two picks. Listen, the Ravens game, they were down. You know, they had to score right. four times in the in the fourth quarter. So there's right. no question it, they were able it, to overcome things. Nah, that game was the best. But but it's just it's just as the season has gone on, these games have been low scoring. Yep. And each of those interceptions have been more critical than they were earlier in the year. And so um, I don't know. I think uh, tell me what you think of this. I think the 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 make or break player is going to be Raheem Mostert. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the running game in general, uh, yeah. you know, not surprising, Leroy, that you would uh, <laughs> you would suggest that well, here. I mean, backup quarterback, that's what you lean on. Well, you're, you're exactly right. And I think that you started to see some of that last week as mm -hmm. well. And and ultimately, the thing that that bit you in the behind was the pick six. Right. That changed everything. And then you were mm -hmm. unable to overcome that. My hope is that. You know, there was a glimmer of something really special when Skyler last time uh, started a game against Minnesota. He had the entire week of practice as the starter, and he came down looking like, whoa, did we just uncover the next, gr the next great thing? And then remember, they had that series where they got the ball, I think, inside the red zone and might have had three or four penalties in a row, and next thing you know, they they had third and 107 yards or whatever it might be. Right. Skyler hurts his finger. Everything falls apart. The rest is history, right? So my hope is that that we see a more prepared Skyler Thompson uh, and that we see a little bit of what we saw there at the beginning of that Minnesota game. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. 
in general, regardless of who's the quarterback, this is a league where at this time of the year, being able to run the football is critically important. We see what has happened when, you know, if Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson are rocking and rolling and and those guys are going downhill and and chewing up defenses and making these defensive backs start to think twice about coming up there and trying to stick their nose in there, that it does start to shift the game and change the game. And even last week, I was like, okay, look, they're running the ball enough. You're not yeah. getting huge plays. You're maybe getting three and a half yards instead of five and a half yards. But look at the time of possession. Look at you know how mm-hmm. many le- less times you were giving the Patriots offense the football. You were starting to control everything until the big mistake. And so you're right. Turnovers at any time are, are can be detrimental, but certainly this time of the year. Have you? Has there been any part of you? Because Leroy came in on Monday and he had finally given in, thinking that this team is cursed. Have you? Have <laughs> like? Have you found yourself in the in the in the long nights, the restless nights after this this losing oh, streak, man. feeling like, is this ever going to happen? Is it ever going to? Because this felt so magical, Seth. We all allowed ourselves to believe this was going to be, yeah. and maybe it still will be. It's not dead yet, but like, right in, in no, the dark mo- season, guys. In the dark football moments, have you thought to yourself, is this ever going to happen? This feels just like they find new ways to just disappoint every single year at the end of the year. It, I, I hate to believe in a curse. I will tell you this, and, and going back to, and not to be completely shameless here, but going back to an old uh, Fish Tank episode where we had Mercury Morris on, and he told the story of the Root Man and how he basically created a, uh, a, a voodoo doll for Don Shula and buried it in his backyard somewhere in Miami. And, and, and you know, my stepfather thought for the entirety of his life that if we don't go dig up that doll, the Dolphins will never win another Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Needless to say, we've yet to dig this thing up. So but, he uh, wants to do a B&E just to get the Dolphins. That could be a movie. Like, absolutely. Or, or, you know, like at that. least Geraldo Rivera and Al Capone's tomb or whatever it might be. But, uh, you know, I, I hate to believe that they're cursed. I don't want to believe that that's the case. Unlucky? I've heard all of the stories. Unlucky but, is uh, is the relative of of cursed. Some of it's unlucky. Some of it you bring upon yourself, right, Leroy? I mean, yeah. some of it you absolutely do bring upon yourself. And so here, I'm going to go back to what we, you know, that was all fun, and, but and I'm not wearing the cool shirt today. So I'll try and be a little serious here and say, if you go back to look at how each of these games fell apart, you can really identify. Now, it's something different every time. Right. But you can identify where the Miami Dolphins team was either quote-unquote, the better team on paper or in a position to win games, and then you can find the exact moment where things turned the wrong way that were beyond just unlucky. So whether it was – I never want to say lack of preparation because i got to believe that Mike McDaniel and the staff has the team prepared, but sometimes there seems to be a lack of focus or a lack of a sense of urgency or you know critical players making critical mistakes at the worst times, and you can't have those things. And I I, I don't think that's a curse. I just think guys need to collectively learn how to win, and there's no better time than now when you literally are down to a one-game season. Seth, what do we got coming up this week on the uh, the Fish Tank podcast? It's been an interesting couple of weeks. I think the entire league early this week, you know, kind of took a break from from pushing out content and and you know for obvious reasons. And uh, but we so from a full uh, our full length episode last week, we had Dave Wanstead. We you know we didn't get a chance to talk about it because you guys were enjoying a, a well deserved vacation. But Dave Wanstead was. Fabulous. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun on the interview. He basically said, hey, look, I, I'm not looking for another coaching job, so I'm going to say whatever I want to say. So he was wide open, which was really cool. 
And we talked about the last time the Miami Dolphins won a playoff game, which unbelievably was 22 years ago. Uh, but it was, you know, everybody remembers Coach Wanstead literally jumping on the back of Lamar Smith in the locker room and celebrating, you know, his 200-plus yards and a 17-yard uh, walk-off run in overtime. So, so Coach Wanstead was great. But today, you know, we do our Friday fish bites. And today, OJ and I talk about the fact that this is indeed a one-game season. You know, Juice said the playoffs start now. The playoffs right. start now because it is. If you lose, you're done. Yes, they need something else to happen to get into the playoffs. Uh, but ultimately, you have to win to keep your season going. And that's what playoff football is about. Before we get you out of here, Seth, because you're right. We didn't, uh, you know, it's, it was such a serious week, understandably so, because of what happened with DeMar. Uh, which, yep. um, you know, if, if anybody's just tuning in, the, the great news today is the breathing tube is out. He's uh, spoken to his teammates. So that's just really tremendous for the Buffalo Bills to get that news. But we haven't gotten to laugh a lot. And I actually saw this today on the way in. They do Sports Center, not top 10. And after a six game losing streak and all that, we don't really get to talk about the fun stuff of the game. But five games. Five games. Five games. Don't, sorry, sorry, don't sorry, sorry. Don't count sorry. six, Bowman. Come on, man. You wanna, you're putting the curse on us. Um, did Tyree kill? Leave Durham Smythe hanging, or was that part of the celebration? Because that that backflip roundoff where he has the hands up is Durham Smythe and Lee's. Is he giving him the score of ten, or was he looking for a high five? And Tyreek Hill just blew right past him. So that is the magic question. He absolutely blew right past him. It was almost a moment where he thought about high-fiving him, and look, he had just done a flip. Maybe he didn't have his wits about him, but uh, he certainly it certainly looked like it was a great diss. But I love that Durham, you know, just hold it up there, like Michael Jordan on the follow-through. Just, just hold it up there, Durham, you know, so make it look like it was the 10 or make it look like he left you hanging, whatever it might be. Everything I hear is that Durham Smythe might be one of the nicest guys in that locker room. So it, clearly it wasn't anything personal. But, man, it is a good laugh. <laughs> All right, Seth, have a good weekend, man. Let's uh, hope we are talking about a, a playoff berth come next week. And uh, everybody go get the Fish Tank podcast and listen to Seth and OJ. Is Travis back this week for the uh, for the postgame? Travis has been back for a couple of there weeks. There we go. Yes, okay, he's, so. uh, he's off of uh, paternity leave or whatever they call it the, this day and age. There you go. So you guys can catch them after Dolphins and Jets this week. Of course, you hear that here on 560WQM. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate the time. Thanks, I appreciate Seth. you guys. Have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, I love the shirts. <laughs> we will uh, run down week 18 of the NFL schedule. It's time to tickle Leroy's fancy. Coming up next. I'm so fancy. You already know. I'm in the best lane. From LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Let's go get our, our feather dusters and tickle Leroy's fancy. Uh, by the way, I've sent out a message to uh, Chris Bosch uh, via the Twitter machine. Ooh. Let's see if he says anything. Yeah. I'll be Bubba. Retweets a lot. Yeah, I think you being Bubba would be great. Uh, but I've said, dear Chris Bosch, please recreate this video with Bam Out of Get him some damn all-star votes. And tell him, send, send him another message. Big Mike with Leroy would be Bubba. I will uh, I will follow up with that, that you volunteered to be Bubba. By the way, I believe it's, uh, I saw it, Heat versus Haters. Today's three for one votes day. Uh, so if you go to NBA.com and vote, that your votes count triple. So go out there, vote for uh, Bam Adebayo. I voted for Bam, Tyler, and Jimmy. You know what I love about voting for Jimmy? When you type in his name, Dred's picture. <laughs> Classic. It's the greatest joke in the history of media day. 
What are yeah. the, he's just trolling everybody. I saw today uh, ESPN when they were getting ready for Heat and Suns. They just said, no, we're not doing that. They just put up another picture of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I think they put up like an action shot. They're like, you know, we're done with your nonsense, Jimmy. No more dread silly sauce. Anyway, the Bam pain is on. We're getting Bam some damn votes. Let's tickle Leroy's fancy, ladies and gentlemen. It's very important that we go over week 18 of the NFL schedule, Leroy. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Saturday, 4.30, Leroy. The Kansas City Chiefs. Nine-point favorites on the road taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yep. Got to tickle my fancy because there's a lot of ramifications uh, things going on that affect the Dolphins, so I will be keeping an eye on this game. Um, I don't my know fancy if you is tickled. I don't know if you need um, Kansas City to lose, so Buffalo has a chance to to get the number one seed, or if you need them to win. In any event, I'm interested. There you um, go. My, my fancy is tickled. Then, for the South, and me having to answer for crimes, the Tennessee Titans, with Josh Dobbs starting. Josh Dobbs. Didn't didn't they just, what happened to Malik Willis? He's not starting. Wow. They are going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Prime time, 8-15, Jacksonville is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And Trevor Lawrence is the judge, jury, and executioner for one Brendan Tobin to answer for my crimes! Wait. You should have already answered for him. No. Because this season has gone far differently than you projected. Um, Could end up with a better record than the Dolphins. And the fact that you won't answer for your crimes is a travesty. We'll see Monday. I mean, you can keep saying that. And then you can say, oh, we'll see, win a playoff game. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I swear to God, I won't do, do that. You are. You I won't, always I won't do, do that. It. I won't do that. Oh, my goodness. I won't do that. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2017. So I'm not going to do Brendan that. Brendan Tobin. Hmm? Yes? You always do that. I don't always move do that. the bar. I don't do oh that. Dude, God. they don't call me the bar mover, okay? Then, no, they call you Wiggle Wiggle. <laughs> yes! You like, you've said maybe, I might, I could. Like, no, you should have already answered for your crimes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 1 o'clock on Sunday. They take on the Atlanta Falcons, Leroy. Atlanta. Zero. Interest. They've already won the division. Yeah. And I could care less about either one of those teams. Fancy not tickled. Fancy not tickled. The Minnesota Vikings, Leroy, take on the Bears. They've already sewed up the division. I don't think they can get the um, number one one seed. They can't. So, fancy not tickled. Fancy not tickled. Uh, coming up later, Leroy, the Ravens and the Bengals square off with these confounded rules now. Cincinnati is a 10-point favorite at home. Really? Wow. 
Um, and we don't know about Lamar Jackson. They're very uh, secretive. Very secretive. Very up in the air. Um, my my fancy is very much tickled. This my is fancy for, is tickled. Evidently, it's for the division. Yep. Um, apparently, apparently, it's uh, for the coin toss. Yeah, because didn't didn't uh, supposedly didn't didn't they already say that uh, Cincinnati had locked up the division and now uh, got to take it back? Though they did clinch the division, they're just changing the rules. Right. They're changing the rules. It's just like, ah, well, they, they haven't, I shouldn't say that. They haven't officially changed the rules. They have to vote to change the rules. Right. So, so I don't know. Pretty funny that he had the, the rule book. <laughs> that usually never happens. <laughs> he came, he, he came with evidence. <laughs> One o'clock, the Houston Texans. I thought I didn't no. know. Okay. Fancy, no. not tickled. Stop. Stop. I, 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 that's why you paused, because you wanted to just move on. I yeah. mean, they're playing the Colts. It's a... Uh, Goodness. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers, they take on the New Orleans Saints. Nope. Nope. Not Fancy, it, not, not tickled. Fancy, not tickled. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, 7-9, taking on the Steelers. Rivalry game. Steelers are 8-8. Eight and eight. Of course, Mike Tomlin can once again finish the winning record. This guy is amazing. That guy's good. Pittsburgh. My fans is tickled. I, I think my fancy listen, is tickled. The Browns aren't going to the playoffs, but you can make Mike Tomlin have his first losing season. That's something you can pull off from that and enjoy your offseason knowing that the Pittsburgh Steelers will be with you. The New England Patriots go to Buffalo at 1 o'clock to take on the Bills. Yes, I am interested. My fancy is tickled. Um, my fancy is definitely tickled. Just the the energy. When you watch sports, you like energy. The energy in that stadium is going to be Unbelievable. And and I can't I can't wait to see this game. Coming up at the 425 slate. We'll get back to uh you know what coming up. 425. The LA Chargers take on Mr. Unlimited. I think. I don't know. He might be sitting. Who knows? Fancy is not tickled. Fancy not tickled. I think you would have to pay me a fee to watch Denver play offensive football. <laughs> Oh, man. Their coach was one and done. Rats off a ship. 425, Leroy. The New York football giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who still have to clinch that one seed. Philly is a two-touchdown favorite at home. Um, Joe, uh, By the way, uh, Jalen Hurts has been limited in practice this week, but it seems like he's on the mend. Uh, I am interested. My I'm interested because tickled. you got three teams that have already qualified for the playoffs from that division, and we thought that division was going to be caca. Coming up also at 425, what could be Cliff Kingsbury's last game, the Arizona Cardinals take on the San Francisco 49ers, who uh, still have a chance at the one seed with uh, the Eagles loss. Don't care. Wow, really? Not tickled. Fancy no. not tickled. No, no. That's no. your game. West Coast game. You know, San Francisco gonna beat the holy hell out of Arizona, and and Black Monday could 
have another victim. Uh, what do we got next? We have the L.A. Rams Oof. taking on the Seattle Seahawks, who currently reside in that final spot. Um, they win a tiebreak over Detroit on head-to-head. Division tiebreak uh, initially used to eliminate Green Bay. Detroit wins the tiebreak over Green Bay based on head-to-head win percentage. So right now it goes Seattle. Detroit and Green Bay are playing that night, so we'll get to that in a second. But Seattle still in the playoff mix, Leroy. Taking on Baker Mayfield and them Rams. They're a six-point favorite. My face is tickled simply because um, the Seattle story, if not for Jacksonville, um, and Jacksonville being in our state, would definitely have more appeal to me. But because they're on the West Coast. But what they've done this year without Mr. Unlimited it's pretty incredible being that you thought, oh, they're just retooling or whatever. Definitely. Coming up, the Dallas Cowboys take on the Washington Commanders. Dallas still has a chance at that one seed also. There's a lot of teams vying for that right now. Really? Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm, 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 my fancy's tickled. I, I, I think to see what Dallas my can do. My fancy is tickled. And... and Washington, who's not been bad this year, they just haven't been really good. And and but they'll sneak up and beat some teams and you go, wow. So I don't believe in Dallas. Um there's a lot of people that do, but uh, but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Sunday night football, Leroy. The fighting man Campbells go to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers, who did not say he'd love to play in Miami, despite what uh, was written. <laughs> that's crazy. How do you write that? It just, just like, because that's what people do. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers. Well, listen, it could be Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying it's not Aaron Rodgers' last game at Lambeau. It could be. It could be. But maybe he makes the playoffs, and he was right all along. Anyway, the Lions, Packers, both 8-8. Eight and eight. Green Bay is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Sunday Night Football, does this tickle your fancy? Yes, it does. Um, Detroit's another My one of those teams tickled. that everybody thought had no chance when the season started. They thought Man Campbell was, you know, a meathead. And look at the way these guys play. First of all, they score a boatload of points. So your boy I'm, Jared Goff, I'm, yeah, right. Who knew? Who knew, who knew? Jared Goff, Jared Goff would, who knew? would end up being better than Carson Wentz? Yeah, Jared uh, Goff doesn't make you answer for your crimes. He just makes you go, ah, who knew? Right. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, it's not like you we, we took a overall negative stance on Jared Goff. It's just the team that won the Super Bowl got rid of him. And so you're like, okay, I guess they, they saw something. But he's having a, an incredible year. Um, I want to see Detroit make the playoffs. I would like to see that because... That'd be cool. Well, all the stuff that people talk about, Dan Campbell. If they make the playoffs, you at least have to acknowledge he's a good football coach, even with all his other antics. You think he's gonna cry? Oh, my. he's gonna. I think he's gonna. If he gets the Lions to the playoffs, oh my god! Doesn't matter if you have one he's ass cheek or two toes. He's definitely gonna cry. He's no. He wait. Did he? He almost. Did he almost cry at the loss? He cried after his first season. I think when they went zero and two, <laughs> it's just so hard. Guy puts a lot into it, man. 
Uh, and finally, Leroy, we circle back to the one o'clock slate. The New York Jets visit the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are three-point favorites at home. It has swung now that we know Joe Flacco is starting for the New York Jets, not Mike White. Does this game, Leroy, with the Dolphins still alive in the playoff picture, tickle thy fancy? Yes, it does. It my, fancy my fancy is tickled. I, I want to see these guys turn it around. I, I think they can. They have way too much talent. They're a little banged up, but uh, you got to find a way. Um, the score is going to be low because, I mean, scoring is going to be at a premium. And, and so ain't going to be a whole bunch of fourth and ones at the five where guys go for it. Uh, they're going to take the points. Um, and so and, and both of these teams have struggled offensively. So we'll see. And both of them, listen, the Jets are going to try to run the hell out of the football. You better go into that game thinking we're going to do everything we can to stop the run. And they're going to do the same thing here. They're going to come to the Dolphins and say, Skylar Thompson, you beat us. But we ain't going to let these running backs run all over us. We'll take a quick break. That is Tickle My Fancy. Get some headlines. Get you caught up on the world of sports. Next.